It's time for the Cannabis Radio News. Covering the latest headlines in consumer cannabis, medical marijuana, and industrial hemp. Cannabis Radio News is now available exclusively at CannabisRadio.com. Now your marijuana headlines in 4 minutes and 20 seconds. This is Cannabis Radio News. This is your Cannabis Radio News for Monday, February 15th, 2016. Colorado's newest marijuana shop has some wondering whether strippers and weed are too closely aligned. Marijuana strip clubs, wonderful or questionable? The Smoking Gun Apothecary is open next to Denver area's best-known strip club, Shotgun Willies, with just a parking lot between them. Both businesses have the same owner, who envisions pot shoppers getting discounted drinks at the strip club. The development raises ethical and potentially legal issues about the state's growing legal recreational pot industry, one of the first in the United States. Colorado bans the sale of pot and alcohol in the same location. It also bans public marijuana consumption, but it allows local governments to decide whether to allow an ordinance to allow shoppers to smoke. Oh, uh, co- uh, Smoking Gun is preparing a rooftop lounge in anticipation of that local ordinance. Owner Deborah Dunafin says there's no reason to fear the strip club will break state law and allow her marijuana shop patrons to get high there. She's the only person in the country who owns both a legal marijuana shop and a strip club. Alaska marijuana regulators for pot provided guidance Thursday for yet-to-be-drafted rules to allow for people to use marijuana at certain stores. Staff to the Marijuana Control Board had hoped to provide language for an on-site consumption retail endorsement for the meeting, but given its workload, did not have time to complete a draft, Board Director Cynthia Franklin said. On February 24th, the Board is to begin accepting applications for marijuana business licenses, and Franklin said staff have been inundated with questions. A tentative timeline provided to the Board indicated the approval of the first cultivation and testing licenses could happen in June, but the Board will have to discuss the handling of retail and product manufacturing license applications, Franklin said. The issuance of licenses for those facilities assumes there is marijuana grown in a licensed cultivation facility available, she said. A crop crop life is estimated at 90 days, she said. The board has passed regulations prohibiting retail stores and product manufacturing facilities from using or selling marijuana not grown in a licensed facility, she said. The solution could lie in guidance from the board on when applications for those licenses would be deemed complete and trigger the 90-day window for approval or denial, she said. Legislative leaders and statewide officers weighed in Thursday on how to address Ohio's medical marijuana issue, with most agreeing that the matter is not going away. State lawmakers have been examining how to address medical marijuana since Ohio voters overwhelmingly rejected a ballot initiative in November that sought to legalize pot for medical and recreational use. The measure would have established 10 sites with exclusive authority to grow marijuana and with profits going to the issue's deep-pocketed investors. While the initiative tanked, polls surrounding the ballot issue suggested Ohioans support medical marijuana. Speaking at a forum for journalists organized by the Associated Press, Attorney General Mike DeWine said he believed future action was up to the legislature while noting ongoing clinical trials studying medical marijuana. Auditor Dave Yost said he supports a tightly controlled medical marijuana law and did not think Ohio needed a double-blind study to make marijuana or cannabis products available to people suffering from severe medical conditions. Treasurer Josh Mandel cautioned that the devil is in the details of any proposal, while Secretary of State John Houston urged Ohio lawmakers to work with law enforcement and medical professionals to develop a focused approach. 
Medical marijuana advocates are opposing an annual fee for Rhode Island plant tax of $350 per plant. Democratic Governor Gina Raimondo wants to impose on some growers as part of her budget plan. Some state lawmakers on Thursday introduced an alternative, legalize and tax recreational marijuana, instead of making patients pay more for the drug they use as medicine. Raimondo said she supports Rhode Island's decade-old medical marijuana program, but said her proposal to tax each state-approved marijuana plant would improve it. She says, quote, It is meant to bring order to the system that we currently have, which is fairly unregulated and disorderly and inconsistent. The proposal would raise an estimated $8 million for the state, some of which the governor said would be reinvested into a system to make it work better for hospice patients and others. Raimondo called the proposed fees fairly modest and not meant to be onerous. But patient and caregiver advocates disagree and held a press conference Thursday morning calling the proposal a sick tax that would hurt people who need the drug to manage pain. Patients who grow marijuana for themselves would pay a $150 annual fee for each plant, while registered caregivers and cultivators who grow it for multiple patients would pay $350 annually per plant. This has been your Cannabis Radio News for Monday, February 15th, 2016. I'm Russ Belleville.